Stop resisting God. A teaching to accompany this portion. We shouldn't be making up our own religious practice, the Creator God is big enough to tell us how we should best live. I believe most people want to do what is right and good, Deuteronomy 6:18 NKJV. Yeshua HaMashiach was against man-made doctrines, especially ones that took away from God's commandments. If we are not following God's instructions, are we really trusting in God? God's people need to stop resisting God. There are things in life that are the trappings of worldly life. Examine what is behind what you do and what your motivations are. Why do we do what we do and what are our motivations? Psalms 2 is about the rulers around Israel setting themselves up against God and Israel. It is also thought of as a prophetic psalm because someday God will renew the world and rule the world in spite of what mankind thinks they will do, Psalm 2 8-9. Psalms 2 1-2 NKJV says, Why do the nations rage, and the people plot a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together, against the Lord and against His anointed. It's still true today, people think they are greater than Jehovah our God. The word LORD in verse 2 in all caps is Yehovah. People make up their own religious practice instead of following God. God's prophets, probably Nehemiah, gave us Torah readings for every week. People aren't teaching it because they don't believe in God's Word. They will say they believe in God's Word, but actions speak volumes. Let's talk a little about God's real name. Some say we can't use God's name. The Messiah Yeshua said in John 17:26, I have declared to them your name, and will declare it, that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. The Messiah said to use God's name. Exodus 3:15 NKJV says, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial to all generations. LORD in all caps is God's real name used in the Bible as yud heh vav heh and pronounced as Yehovah. We've now found God's name as Yehovah in 2,363 manuscripts. Once as Yehovah, never as Yahweh. God says to use His name so those who never use Yehovah are dishonoring His name. In Psalm 2, the nations around Israel thought they could impose themselves on Israel, but of course they couldn't. God was for them. The same is true today isn't it? People think that they can get away with whatever they want to and that is not further from the truth. Those who are persecuting believers in the true God will end up in the lake of fire for all eternity. They are among the liars who say they are God over the earth. Revelation 21, 8 NKJV, But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. I should point out at this time that some take the scriptures out of context and apply them as though they had nothing to do with Israel. How ridiculous! This false teaching is called replacement theology. Also, there is teaching out there that says the Jews have their own salvation apart from Yeshua HaMashiach. That is also false teaching. Yeshua was Jewish and He is their Messiah too. Some teach that the American Indians are the ten tribes, that is just made up. Some say Yeshua came for the lost tribes of Israel. That is a misquote. The context is about saving those who are sinning, 
Even so it is not the will of your Father who is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Matthew 18:14 NKJV. God doesn't want anyone to go to the lake of fire for eternity, those are the lost. Will we also pretend to be in control? Will we put worldly thinking and living over godly living, godly means to keep God's commandments. Do we think that our worldly thoughts and evaluations are better than doing things God's way? Watch what you think and rebuke the wrong thinking in your mind. Where did your thoughts originate? Are they proper spiritual thoughts or are they something you've been wrongly taught, imagined, or something we made a worldly commitment to? Are they something derived from an ungodly desire like lust, retribution, anger, fear, lack of trust in God, or a man-made philosophy? Are they proper spiritual thoughts? What right things can you do? I will make my mind up to do what is right and good, Deuteronomy 6:18. I believe that God's commandments give us wisdom and understanding, Deuteronomy 4-6. I will love God by keeping His commandments, therefore you shall love the Lord your God, and keep His charge, His statutes, His judgments, and His commandments always, Deuteronomy 11 1 NKJV. I will trust in God by not making up misapplied man-made commandments. Proverbs 3 5 6 NKJV says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your paths. The Jews had made up thousands of misapplied man-made commandments in Yeshua's time, that's what a Judaizer is. Those who are saying that a Judaizer is someone who believes in God's commandments are liars. It is someone who makes up their own commandments. New Testament believers have made up their own man-made system of theology instead of following God. Some even say there are only two commandments, so making God's commandments of no effect. Yeshua was defending the commandments He gave at Mount Sinai and said in Matthew 15 6-7 NKJV, Thus you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. Hypocrites. People say they follow God, but they don't. Yeshua called them hypocrites. Yeshua also said, And in vain they worship me, teaching his doctrines the commandments of men. Matthew 15 9 NKJV. Yeshua said their worship is in vain. Yeshua said in Matthew 7 23 NKJV, And then I will declare to them, I never knew you depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. In the context they were prophesying in God's name, so it is believers who are practicing lawlessness, they are not keeping God's commandments. Yeshua defended the law given at Mount Sinai. They don't follow God's Sabbath and feasts, nor His wisdom given in the Torah and the New Testament portion. Some say it doesn't matter. God says, the feasts of the Lord, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations, these are my feasts, Leviticus 23-2 NKJV. On March 7, 321, however, Roman Emperor Constantine I issued a civil decree making Sunday a day of rest from labor, stating, All judges and city people and the craftsmen shall rest upon the venerable day of the sun. Country people, however, may freely attend to the cultivation of the fields, because it frequently happens that no other days are better adapted for planting the grain in the furrows or the vines in trenches. So that the advantage given by heavenly providence may not for the occasion of a short time perish. See, https colon slash slash n.
Wikipedia. Org slash wiki slash Sabbath underscore and underscore Christianity. Our Sabbath got changed to the day of the pagan sun god, Sunday. That is what we inherited. Jeremiah 16:19 NKJV says, The Gentiles shall come to you from the ends of the earth and say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies. So, when are the Gentiles going to wake up? Some will say, Oh, that is just what you believe. Hello, what does the Bible say? What did Yeshua say? The Gentiles have inherited lies. When? Are they going to do something about it? We set our hearts on things so that God is not leading us much. How can God lead us if we are resisting God's commandments? We are resisting God. It says in Leviticus, You shall not take vengeance, nor bear any grudge against the children of your people, but you shall love your neighbor as yourself, I am the Lord, Yehovah, Leviticus 19:18 NKJV. Shaul quotes the gist of this scripture in Ephesians 4:32 NKJV and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. Leviticus said to forgive and love your neighbor, Shaul said to forgive and be kind and tender-hearted. If we have decided not to forgive, then we are resisting God. If we are deciding not to be kind and tender-hearted, then we are resisting God. The Holy Spirit is in us if we believe in the Messiah, but if we are deciding to do things our way instead of God's way, how can the Holy Spirit be our helper? Yeshua HaMashiach said in John 14:15-18 NKJV, If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. Yeshua is God and He gave us the commandments on Mount Sinai. First, we are to keep God's commandments. Then Yeshua the Messiah said He will give us another helper. The first helper that He gave us is the Torah. Yeshua said that the world does not receive the Holy Spirit because they are worldly. Don't continue to be a worldly person. God care about us and wants to help us. Allow God to lead us in areas of our life that He wants us to be involved in. Trust in God and be at peace. We are to grow up spiritually. Hebrews 5:14 NKJV says, But solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. We are to be thoughtful and apply God's commandments properly. Then we need to find out if there is something God wants us to do in addition to our normal routine. Perhaps it is nothing extra at this time or maybe God has something He wants us to do. When people get open to the idea that God actually wants to use us in varying ways, God often begins inspiring us or speaking to us about serving in different ways. God does not want us to overburden ourselves, but often there is something more we can do. I am sometimes amazed at how believers can be with their time. Acts says they got together from house to house and ate together they were using their time for God. Acts 2:46 NKJV says, So continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart. My experience is that most believers are not doing that. We always have to interpret the scriptures within their Jewish or Israeli context. 
all the writers of the Bible were Jewish. Of course, we need to understand that Jewish believers would eat together on Shabbat. We have always made it a point to make available eating together. Also, when the 3,000 people believed on the day of Shavuot they were automatically small group leaders. Those at the temple on Shavuot were most likely believers who knew the Torah. That's right, believers observed the Torah. When they got together from house to house it was most likely on Shabbat, a day of rest. That's when they had the time to do that. Nowadays, most people don't rest on Shabbat, so they never have time to get together. Or maybe it is that they decide to be selfish with their time. I've talked to people like that. You will ask if they can do several different things and the answer is always no. There is so much more I can say on this issue of finding out what God wants you to do. Try different things and see if God is speaking to you about any of these things. I have worked on churches, fed the poor, and have done short-term missions to Europe and the Amazon. I have gone house to house and prayed for people. I have done street evangelism. I've gone to pray for people who were dying. You name it, there are so many things we can do with a little bit of our time. This couple I knew helps the elderly. They put an ad in Craigslist and with a little bit of their time they helped them with things they needed done including cleaning. I think they just did it for a few hours on the weekend. I asked them if anyone receives the Messiah as they get to talk to them, and he said perhaps one or two people a year. They had been doing this for about 10 years as I recall. Even if only 9 people believed from all their contacts, how many of us can say we've helped that many people to know about God? Don't minimize what you can do. Even if it's just a little thing, our efforts will not be forgotten by God. Hebrews 6:10 NKJV says, for God is not unjust to forget your work and labor of love which you have shown toward His name. God will reward us in eternity and even in the present. Don't minimize what you can do. Get control of ourselves spiritually. Have substance to your spirituality. Have you ever thought that your life was a little out of control? Well, you can do something about that. I've recognized things that I needed to change and have made a commitment to work on that. And, in the process, I think God blessed that effort, that is the only thing I can figure out because of the way it sometimes worked out. God can bless our efforts, He is God. What is substance? Webster's defines substance as, ultimate reality that underlies all outward manifestations and change. God and our spiritual life is the ultimate reality, all that we do is defined by the reality of God and living out that in our spiritual life. God and spirituality are the ultimate reality. The Bible says we are to take our spiritual life seriously. Deuteronomy 6, 5-7 NKJV says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. We are to be involved. Sometimes I just don't catch on to something right away. For example, Yehovah, the real name of God, is used in the Old Testament portion over 6,000 times. Wow, that's a lot. So, why are people saying we shouldn't use Yehovah's true name? It's just crazy isn't it, that's how deluded people can get. I just didn't get it for a long time too even though it should be evident. Again, 
To love God is to keep His commandments. Deuteronomy 11 1 NKJV says, Therefore you shall love the Lord your God, and keep His charge, His statutes, His judgments, and His commandments always. NKJV. It seems pretty plain. Our life is to have substance to it. God is big enough to let us know who He is and to help us live right. That's why doing things our own way instead of God's way is to reject God. That's a dangerous thing to do. Shaul said in Galatians 5:19-21 NKJV that those who live in adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. There is a limit to what God will accept as living without faith. Doing what God says is trusting in God. Do you trust in God? We can always get right with God, and He will forgive us. Following God's commandments is trusting in God. Some people need to hear about forgiveness. 1 John 1 9-10 NKJV says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. If we confess our sins to God, He hears us because He is God, and we need to have faith that God has forgiven us. In Psalms 103 12-13 NKJV it says, As far as the east is from the west, so far has He removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear Him. If it says that God has forgiven us, He has forgiven us if we are truly sorry and commit not to doing it again. And if we sin again, He will forgive us if we are sorry and commit to being faithful to God. God is the ultimate reality for living out our lives and not our own ideas, feelings, or any misapplied man-made commandment. 1 Peter 1 7-8 CJB says, Even gold is tested for genuineness by fire. The purpose of these trials is so that your trust's genuineness, which is far more valuable than perishable gold, will be judged worthy of praise, glory and honor at the revealing of Yeshua the Messiah. Without having seen Him, you love Him. Without seeing Him now, but trusting in Him, you continue to be full of joy that is glorious beyond words. We saw that Yosef had some tough times but was rewarded for being faithful. God says He will bless us for our efforts. Behold, I set before you today a blessing and a curse, the blessing, if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you today, and the curse, if you do not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, Deuteronomy 11:26-28 NKJV. God can bless us supernaturally because He is God. When we don't follow Him, we are telling God we don't want those blessings and help. Yosef brought blessing on an entire region because he stood with God and used his prophetic gift from God. Unfortunately, those who turned away from God were not warned of the coming famine and suffered because of it. God though blessed an entire region through Yosef. Don't be trapped by worldly thinking. For some reason, mankind thinks it is one up on God. They are mistaken. Don't resist God. Follow His commandments so that the Holy Spirit can better help you in life. God wants to use us for His purposes, 
Be open to how you can serve God. Get control of our lives. God is the ultimate reality in life. God will bless us for our service. Trust in God.